welcome to the Soul Ed Podcast with me, intuitive life and business coach, Amelia Francesca. Soul Ed is for the big-hearted visionaries who know they want to play a little differently in this world. It's your space to connect deeper with your inner guidance and in turn live out your most liberated, radiant and expansive life. Hello everyone. Oh, this feels so good. So good to officially be starting Soul and the podcast and to be inviting you to join me in these conversations that really come from my own inner guidance and my biggest wish is that they help you to connect even deeper within your own inner guidance, more to your heart, more to your soul, and even deeper connection with yourself so you can live that incredible life um, that you can unfold within an incredible business if you're a business owner, and that really you can just have that true sense of completeness, of wholeness as you go about this everlasting journey I believe that we really are on an everlasting journey right up until our last breath of discovering more about who we are and continuously evolving and being in this expansion state so it just feels so good to finally be sitting down to record these conversations for you and goodness me it's been a long time coming the the concept for soul ed and the podcast has been um jesus i think i feel like it was hot it was last year and it was hot so i'm going to say september <laughs> was definitely like a long time ago that the idea to start sharing conversations with you came through and then for many reasons I knew that when the time was right the time would be right and there's been little unfoldings that have happened ever since that the idea came through and then very quickly the name came through and then very quickly a few other pieces came through and then nothing for months and I knew I knew she was gonna happen like I knew it was gonna happen but I knew I also needed to just sit on it just let it hibernate whilst I did other things and completed other parts in my own uh, internal journey and in life and in all the all the wonderful and crazy things that often happen for us and then it really has only been in the last few weeks that it felt like everything started coming together for it to finally land and that in and of itself there's so many lessons there and perhaps I'll even speak to um, at some point the the lessons and the learnings that come with not only with patience, but also with downloads, with downloads for our next ideas, um, whether that's in business or in life, really. Um, sometimes they come through thick and fast and sometimes they take a lot of time. Sometimes, you know, as I say, September, it officially came in as a seed of an idea. And I thought that I would be up and recording this by the October. That's truly what I thought would happen at the time. But here we are, March 2021, and now it finally does feel like the most aligned time to sit down and share this. And it's just so amazing because I'm going to be speaking to you today about listening to our intuition and deepening our connection with our intuition. And one of the things that really connects with our 
ability to listen, trust and align with our intuition is believing that everything is always working in our favor. Everything is always working for us, even when in the present moment, it might feel like we are pushing up against a barrier and struggling and feeling the heaviness of it all if we're able to scope out, everything is always working for us. And this podcast feels like that perfect example, because although there wasn't a desperation in me to get it out any sooner than it needed to, this really is a passion project of mine. So I was in no rush to try and, um, you know, make her come to life before she was ready. But it really does go to show that when we believe that everything is working for us, um, we're able to listen to the cues from our intuition. And I've been very intuitive led with allowing her to come to life. And now that she has come to life, now that we're officially recording and soon to be in your earbuds, then this whole philosophy of everything is always working for you, everything is always working in your favor, just feels so true in this moment because the quality of the conversations that I want to share and the value I want to give to you, I wouldn't have been able to give to you in September of last year or in any time up until this very moment when all of the puzzle pieces came into play for this space to be exactly what it's meant to be. And again, I mean, I look forward to seeing how it evolves over the coming months and years and seeing where Soul Led the Podcast goes. But Without further ado, let's talk about intuition, hey? So those of you who know me well know this is one of my favorite topics because I truly believe that and have always operated from the sense ever since running my business, I'm now four years into my coaching business and I've always operated from, and this just feels so good for me because there's actually one line that I have on the homepage of my website and it has always been the exact same since the very moment that I created my first ever homepage of a website. And this is the the belief, um, I believe it to be true, this belief that everything you need is within you. All of the answers to the questions that you are currently, you know, holding, all the answers you're seeking, all the answers you're seeking reside within you. However, sometimes we just need someone else to help us to find them. And I truly believe that you are the most powerful person within your own life. And it is you who holds the keys to unlock all of your greatest potential and all of this inner guidance. And I believe the roles of coaches, mentors, guides, intuitives, therapists, counselors, um, healers, so many more. I believe that these people, myself being in this category, I believe we play a crucial, crucial role and a very important role in helping, you know, us to connect with that inner guidance and with that inner path that we're all all on, on into our soul's calling, etc. But fundamentally, it is not your coach or your mentor or your healer who is the the power here it is you they're just helping you reconnect with it um 
So that is has always been my philosophy ever since running my business. And it really was intuition that led me to set up my business and to be living the life that I'm living today. It was, I spent many, many years blocking out my intuition. And then one day after having ignored her for so long, um, in fact, not really... I wasn't ignoring her fully. So I classify intuition as listen, trust, align. So there's three steps to following the guidance of our intuition. So first we must listen, listen to what it has to say. Then we must trust it and give it our trust and allow ourselves to believe what it is telling us. And then we must align, which is the taking action part. So taking action, what it is telling us to do. And for a long time, I could still hear my intuition. I I could still hear it, but I would not trust it and not align with it at all. So I would hear it and immediately block it out. Um, It scared me. It daunted me. It felt more powerful and bigger than me. And it felt really intimidating because it would often point me in the direction of things that would make me need to question every single element of my current reality at the time, which felt deeply overwhelming. And as I say, coming back to this philosophy of everything is working for you. I truly believe that my connection with my intuition um, came through this, this deepening of my connection with my intuition. I would say I can think back to so many times, I would say even from a young age of where I've really noticed being very intuitive, Um, but I blocked it out strongly, strongly, forcefully bolted up the doors um, for a good 10 years from 16 to 26. And then it was at the age of 26 when it literally felt as though it was banging down at the doors saying, don't you dare leave me locked out anymore. You need me. You're ready for me. You're ready for this. And it was through me beginning to listen age 26 that my whole entire life changed. And it took me onto this path where I'm now living in my deepest alignment, living a life that feels like it's mine, where I look at every single element of it, my business, my home, my relationships, my body, myself, my mind, um, my every part. And I love it. And I look at it with such, um, such beauty and uh, devotion and, and gratitude. And it all came from intuition. And so I couldn't be more passionate about this topic. And I really want to speak about this idea of deepening our intuition because I know that everybody listening knows what intuition is and connects with intuition and understands it as a concept and is already using it. You're already using it. And in fact, it's something that we have already connected with, but we're like, okay, I feel like now I'm ready for that next piece, that next piece. And something that I've come to understand, which just feels like, of course it's that, but equally, I think I hadn't expected this, is that intuition always feels 
rebellious like it will continue to always feel rebellious I think that in some naive way when I first started following it I was like okay well now I'm following intuition and letting my inner guidance lead me and connected with that piece of me so then surely it will now just be the most um it will feel like the most common sense thing it will feel like the most well of you know easiest thing and although it does feel easy it this is like where there's a big duality right because I would say it feels very easy but it also still to this day will feel rebellious because the things that my intuition was asking me to do age 26 felt huge and rebellious and then it will point me in the direction of certain things now and I'm like oh no that feels big and because as we're always expanding our inner guidance and intuition is going to be leading us into that expansion so it's going to continuously be showing us things that our mind or our heads might be like can I really that feels like that's going so against the grain or that feels even bigger than anything that I've ever allowed my inner guidance to point me in the direction of before or really this time this time I'm allowed to do that so I think knowing that and being able to really settle back into that idea of intuition will continue to feel like that rebellious piece I found really comforting because it means that as time progresses and each time our inner guidance is pointing us to do something that feels radical and off grain and coloring outside the lines and bigger than something we've ever done before. It's like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's sometimes just how following intuition feels. And other times it won't be because obviously intuition is a piece of every part of our day. And you know, we can look at intuitively what we fancy eating for our next meal. And that's going to have a very different feel to it as intuitively deciding where we're going to move to, whether or not we're going to do this big thing in our business, like all of those sort of larger things, right? But the the overall idea of intuition will feel rebellious against our logical mind and head quite often felt really calming to me to know that that's how it is sometimes you know and it really is so interesting because I notice how much without us even noticing that we're doing it so on such a subconscious level how often we disconnect from our intuition in order to be essentially accepted and validated by the world around us And I was actually thinking about this the other day based off of for anyone who has ever gone to a yoga class or yeah, it would really need for this example, it is definitely going to a yoga class. Anyone who's ever gone to a yoga class, you often will go into the cat cow position early on at the beginning of a class. And I remember actually for the time that I was living in Bali at the yoga studio, I would go to, we'd literally do cat cow in every single class, like at pretty much the beginning of almost every class we went to cat cow to just sort of like loosen up the spine before we started moving into our postures. And we would always be invited to move our body in whatever way felt good to us. So you could move it just in your a sort of quote unquote standard cat cow, or you could flow, you could flow your body. And it was so interesting to see how many people 
wanted to let their bodies move but just wouldn't you could almost sense it sometimes in the room or the person next to you and I remember the first time that I was like no I'm gonna let myself flow in the way that I want to I don't feel like doing an up down movement I feel like doing a side to side body waving movement as I really kind of like move into my spine and I would used to have to close my eyes and block everything out and pretend that and, you know, pretend and hope that no one was looking because there was an element of embarrassment to it of doing what felt really good for me versus because you want to make sure that you're doing the correct thing, the right thing. And this is just linked to a yoga posture, guys. Like this is just linked to a yoga posture. And think about it. Think about how it is when you first walk into a yoga class, when you first walk into a fitness class, before you're even consciously aware of what you're doing you're kind of picking up the cues of what everyone else in that class is doing you walk into a yin class most people are already laid down what do you find yourself doing probably going to lay down you walk into a fitness class and people are all stretching what do you find yourself doing stretching what do you find yourself doing if everyone's kind of stood awkwardly pulling at their clothing kind of you know nervously looking around maybe you pick up on that energy too And it can feel really strange when you do the opposite of what the crowd is doing. I remember um, the fitness studio I was going to before the new year. I love like stretching a little bit before the class begins. And I'd walk in and everybody would just be kind of doing either the nervous pulling of their clothing and sort of sipping on a water and looking around nervously, sort of waiting for the teacher to give them the instructions. Or there'd be a few people sort of off chatting to the side with their friends, very relaxed, very casual. And I would always do a little bit of stretching. And even then, like I would happily do it and I wouldn't mind. But even then I was very aware that I was the only one in that space, in that room, stretching my body. And it just is so interesting because I think that when we bring it down to such a minute level of we're literally talking about a yoga or a fitness class here, and we're talking about a small element of that, that class and noticing how we might intuitively be pulled to do a certain thing. And yet our our mind and head then wants to prevent us from doing that because it doesn't want us to be against the crowd. It doesn't want us to be against the grain. It likes the validation and the acceptance of being in a crowd setting where, uh, you know, being, being with the crowd, being with the team, being with everybody we seek validation as humans that is something that we all do and there's a level of seeking um validation where it's extremely unhealthy and that's often something that you know within our own inner work we look at right of where where if we're having an unhealthy attachment of external validation it's having a huge impact on our lives but also as humans being a very connective species there is an element of validation that we will always seek however we can completely get that into a very healthy state when we have really worked on our own internal validation right However, it's just so interesting to explore the way that we block our intuition because of that subconscious feeling of, but if I don't get validated, then that means something about me. And 
if we then sort of broaden it out into a bigger scale and if your intuition is telling you to leave the job if your intuition is telling you to start the business if your intuition is telling you to take the leap and kind of just jump into that next thing even though nothing's mapped out yet if your intuition is telling you to reach out to that person if your intuition is telling you to buy a one-way ticket if your intuition is telling you to leave the relationship if your intuition is telling you to do something really big then how quickly do our minds and heads want to jump in based off of but what if no one else accepts that what if else no one else understands that and therefore am I not going to seek a level of you know this is all subconscious you know but it's like what if I don't get the validation that I need because I might intuitively feel like I need to leave a relationship but then I start talking to my friends and family about it and they're like oh but why like why would you do that and then immediately you kind of lose that validation feeling um you might want to start the business you might want to quit the job and start the business and put all your savings into it and other people are like oh don't do that that's not a wise decision that's not safe that's risky and again we're starting to sort of oh okay um well I've not had I've not had the intuitive nudge that I have I've not had it validated by an external person so now it's making me question my intuitive nudge right so I just think it's a really interesting thing to bring to the surface and have as a conversation to really start to notice where and when we do this, where and when our intuition is pointing us in the direction of something. And we maybe even start to get excited about it, start to put it into motion. But then if we don't get the external validation from someone else, if it begins to make us question our intuition. And then as the moment we question our intuition, we're moving away from inner guidance and more into our minds and our heads, which is then going to be you know, fears are starting to go, worries are starting to go, we're starting to spiral into that space. And then we're acting then only from our heads and not from our hearts. And then we might even ask ourselves, oh, but it's not happening the way that my intuition was guiding me towards. Why is that? Oh, maybe I shouldn't have listened. But actually, if we check, it's because we've stepped away from our intuition and now we're in our heads. And so really just paying attention to that and then noticing where within you, you're being shown the examples of areas to strengthen your own inner validation. So noticing where it most recently showed up for you of getting an intuitive guide, getting an intuitive pull, and then not receiving the external validation. What area of your life was that in? What topic was it related to? And where are you being asked to give yourself the internal validation? So that no matter what anyone else says, you feel that you can trust and follow through on your internal nudges. And this, then this also speaks to it's sort of, it's a separate thing. It's a separate piece of the validation, but it does also speak to intuition will ask us to do things that feel extremely brave, that feel, that require us to be very courageous when we're going against something that our heads or our minds have comprehended. And I always think that intuition doesn't care what feels easy or comfortable for our minds, based off of the current reality that we're living in, intuition cares about us being in our deepest alignment. That's what it really cares about. And so it may often ask things of us that in our current reality, our mind, aka our head, is like no freaking way. 
Like that feels so scary. There are so many fears coming up, so many doubts, so many worries. I can't even do that. But our intuition, our inner guidance knows that we're so much bigger than our current reality. It knows that we're so much more than how we're currently playing out in our lives. And it doesn't care about a small moment of discomfort for long-term deep alignment and connection within ourselves so we can actually be the person that we were born to be so we can actually be the person that we came here to be and this is where we might sometimes notice that kind of battle so we say I can't hear my intuition or oh I'm really struggling to deepen my intuition but is is that always true is it actually that we are continuously getting messages from our intuition but we're drowning them out ignoring them because what it's asking us to do feels scary, feels daunting, feels intimidating, is bringing up to the surface the questions of who am I to do that? How dare I be that person, believe in myself in that way, see myself in that way, do those things? So it really raises any fears and worries and, you know, quote unquote, limiting beliefs that we haven't yet healed up to the surface when it's asking us and guiding us to do something that feels illogical for our minds or heads to get around or unsafe for our minds or our heads to get around. And so in these moments, it's really about in order to deepen in, it's one, getting truthful with ourselves of what level we're really at with our intuition and just checking, is it that I really am struggling to hear it or is it that I'm hearing it, but I'm drowning it out because it doesn't feel safe. It doesn't feel easy right now. It doesn't feel possible right now. Or it's asking me to look at areas where I have limiting beliefs and where I have worries and fears it's asking me to look at these and I'm avoiding looking at them I'm avoiding healing them I'm avoiding paying them attention and you know what comes next right you know what's being asked of you then in those moments I always believe resistance is actually one of the most powerful things that we can feel because it is guiding us toward what next needs healing what next needs bringing up to the surface we can heal it so we can move through it and so we can continue to step into that expansion of who we're truly here to be so we can be of the service to ourselves and to the world that we are truly here to do so the resistance coming up the sort of like oh nauseous feeling in your belly around that thing that your intuition is asking you to do and your logical mind's like no way is a good thing is a good thing it's come up recently for me over the last few months because there's been certain elements of my business that my intuition is and my inner guidance has said it's time to let those go now and it's time to move away from that because something else is coming however logical mind logical head me really was quite defiant at letting go of the things that were quote unquote working well. There was not a problem with them. They were working well within my business, but my inner guidance was just because it's working well doesn't mean this is what is next for you. But intuition, intuition and inner guidance will only often give us the most simplistic guidance the simplistic statements so obviously head and mind us likes to go into like a give me the play-by-play give me the step-by-step give me the 
this is the start, this is the end, tell me everything that's going to happen in the middle, give me every piece of certainty and safety so I can actually do this thing. (laughs) It's essentially what happens in our minds, right? We're like, you might be telling me this, but that feels quite vague right now in a guidance. So if you could just give me a little bit more detail or maybe like 100% more detail, um, then maybe I'll follow through. And that's just not the way that our inner guidance works, nor the way it needs to work in order for us to follow through. But this is that acceptance of letting go, allowing ourselves to take just the next step. And then once we've taken that step, the next becomes clear, taking just the next step. And then the next one becomes clear. It asks us to really trust ourselves deeply. I was being asked to let go of things that are working well, to create empty space so the next thing could land. Do you know how crazy scary it is to just be told by yourself, really? I mean, I was being told by myself, but I was being told to let go of things and create all this space that I didn't know what it was going to be filled with. There was resistance AF there. That was a true healing moment for me when I actually allowed all of that resistance to come up to the surface and to be looked at. And that comes down to unlimited self-trust, right? I believe we can only deepen our intuition if we're continuing to deepen every other element that our intuition thrives off of, which is deep self-trust, unwavering self-trust. Trust in the universe. Trust that everything is always working in our favor. Trust that we deserve to follow our soul's callings and our dreams. Like all of these different elements, like our intuition thrives off of us being in that deep trust. So we're only going to deepen our intuition at the same quantity or at the same depth as we've deepened our trust within ourselves. So if we have unwavering trust within ourselves, we're going to be able to really get into hearing that intuition loud and clear and taking the action. Because this isn't to say that I don't get scared. A lot of the time when I take action that my intuition is guiding me toward, I actually did something yesterday that I have a feeling at some point will become a podcast episode story, but it's it's too early days right now to be shared out loud. But I did something yesterday that my intuition was like, you got to do this and you got to do it now. And my heart was beating so fast out of my chest and I felt physically sick. I was literally like, oh my God, I can't believe you're making me do this. <laughs> and then I did it and it was great. The The risk versus reward was incredible. So it really does mean that even though I, I would say that I have unwavering trust within myself now and I know that what feels amazing as I say that now and then I'll say it again in a few years and it'll feel even deeper and bigger. Um, whereas right now it feels like it's as big as it needs to be my trust, but I know that will just continue to grow and grow and grow. Um, but even though I have that doesn't mean that I still don't get the nauseous, scary, oh my goodness, am I really doing this moments? And that's because we're human and like of course and it makes it fun I think it makes it fun truly I do I think it makes it fun to have the moments that you feel a little bit sick and a bit queasy and you can't believe you're really doing it I feel like it brings that excitement and adrenaline into our lives and it shows how much we really care and it it it, I mean goodness me I felt so alive in that moment as my blood was pumping and I was like is this gonna happen is it not is it gonna happen is it not and it just is such a rewarding experience to be able to finish a moment or finish something or finish 
yeah, whatever it is that you're finishing and be able to say, goodness me, that all happened because I followed my intuition on that one. So deepening of intuition is, can only be, I believe can only be as deep as, as the deep as our trust within ourselves goes. And I think so many things where we, we're able to easily put into theory, we can theorize that we trust ourselves, theorize that we believe in ourselves, theorize that we back ourselves in our businesses, that we believe we are worthy of love, that we trust in the timing of life and we can theorize it, but we have to make sure that we're taking the physical action to really show ourselves the evidence that we truly believe it and that we're actually backing it because it's all too easy to say the words out loud, oh, I believe in myself and my business, but are your actions demonstrating a deep self-belief? It's all too easy to say, oh yeah, like I trust what my intuition tells me about relationships, but are you actually following through on what your intuition is telling you about relationships? When you see the red flags, are you doing something about it? Are you taking the action? So try not to get too caught up in the whole, this is, you know, this is, this happens to all of us, every single one of us, where we're like, I know that, but we often know things that we're forgetting to implement into our lives or not allowing ourselves to implement. So making sure that if we really want to deepen our intuition, we have to take it from theory-based into practical evidence lived out reality action right and I believe that our intuition changes so so let, let me rephrase that our intuition will point us and pointers and nudges to do things that mean that our outside reality will change quite regularly So a really great example of this is if you think about intuitive eating, Um, I started doing intuitive eating probably about maybe two years ago, three years ago. Um, And I remember that I would every single day before I knew it. So I started with this concept of I'm intuitive eating. And then before I knew it, every single day I had the exact same breakfast, the exact same drink. I was eating the exact same lunch. I was eating the exact same four different meal options for dinner. And I still was telling myself and sort of vocalizing, yeah, I intuitively eat. But actually, I sort of stopped listening to my intuition and thought that because what it intuitively told me, I'm just going to use a random date to give an example here. So say what it intuitively told me on the 4th of March when I first started intuitively eating. I just, I'd kept listening to that. It was almost like I was playing my old intuition on repeat. So I was just playing out what my intuition told me on 4th of March, which was yes, oats, please. Yes, coffee, please. Yes, is for lunch. Yes, is for dinner. And I was just playing that on repeat again and again and again. And the same thing can happen, say, for exercise, that we might find that we always do a HIIT workout or we always do a yoga class. And maybe our intuition once said, on the 7th of February, go to a HIT class. And then before we know it, we're just playing our intuition on repeat from the 7th of February, HIT class, HIT class, HIT class. And that's not to say that we're not often intuitively guided to do the same things many, 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 many times. There's so many things that I love that I will repeat again and again and again. 
hit classes being one of them, yoga being one of them, eating oats in the morning being one of them. But I think it's really worth checking in with, have we just put our intuition on repeat or are we actually checking in with our intuition each and every day? So we can apply this to absolutely any area of our lives. You can apply it to eating, you can apply it to movement, you can apply it to your business, you can apply it to your um, approach to work, etc. Let's take journaling, for example. Do you find that you always journal in the exact same way? The exact same way of this is how my journal practice runs. This is what I cover in my journal practice. And yet maybe intuitively there's a part of you that's saying, actually, maybe tomorrow I just want to freestyle or maybe tomorrow I want to have some prompt questions to journal on. You know, it's really just giving ourselves permission to listen to our intuition in the moment rather than going off of the a past example of what our intuition said and printing it onto the present moment that's essentially what we're getting at here so it's checking in with your intuition continuously if you really want to deepen it it's a bit like if this podcast episode was about deepening meditation then what would we do we'd say well maybe go from doing meditating 15 minutes a day to doing 30 minutes a day so you're consumed by more of it so the only way that we can really deepen our intuition is to make sure that we're consuming ourselves with it aka tapping into it regularly but it's really easy to bypass that and think that we've intuitively tapped in because we're doing something that once upon a time our intuition asked us to do but is that what our intuition is asking us to do right now in this moment on this very topic and area so a really fun way of looking at this and can just be oh, I just think it's the funnest is to give yourself a 24-hour periods of a day where you intuitively check in with everything with absolutely everything so say you have something that you might usually eat for breakfast intuitively checking in is that exactly what I want is that exactly what my body is asking for checking in with anything you do in your morning routine, whether that's a reading, whether that's journaling, whether that's moving your body. What does your body really want today? What does what is your intuition telling you it's really craving? As you sit down to complete your work, what is your intuition asking you for? As you go to respond or send a message to somebody, what is your intuition asking you for? As you go about your day daily day and you complete your actions what is your intuition asking you for even little moments as we begin to walk home does your intuition want you to walk its usual route or does it want you to walk a different way what does it want and don't feel like you have to look for like all these unique things like our intuition often will be pointing us in the direction of something that we have done before and you know we all naturally then end up falling into sort of natural routines and things that really help us thrive but just really checking in with our intuition of what we're truly being guided to do and sometimes a bit of a battle can come up between the head and the heart here of what our head wants us to do versus what our heart wants us to do because I believe our heart is the piece that's connecting us in with our intuition and our head can often be linked to that that feeling of doing what we think we should be doing what we think feels um most kind of easiest all of those different things so really just spending a whole day of being like okay intuition you're in charge, you lead me. And the more that we do this, the more we're going to deepen our intuition as well, because one, you are just 
fully giving it permission to lead you throughout the day and you're saying I'm following you but the more that you do that the more you're going to get used to how your own body gives you cues of when intuition is speaking to you so I find that my intuition comes through in lots of different ways, sometimes in words um, and sometimes in feelings. And I remember having so many conversations. I actually ran an intuition course uh, a year or two ago. I remember having so many conversations with people who were like, oh, I don't know if I have got an intuition because I don't ever hear it because I think that there's been a big misconception that we are supposed to hear a voice we're supposed to hear words and that's actually only one way for our intuition to communicate with us many people get more of a visceral body feeling you get a feeling of a yes which is like expansion and wanting to lean into it and wanting to jump into it and a no which is you kind of pull back you retreat you want to fold your arms over yourself you want to hide away so your body will give you a, a visceral feeling of yes no this feels good this doesn't feel good gut instinct for instance is also our intuition speaking so the more that we start to practice, even in these minute ways of how we, what we choose to have for a snack that day or the route home we choose to take or the way that we choose to, you know, action our, in our business and our work that day is really giving us that, that experience of checking in with all of the cues that we get when our intuition is giving us yeses or nos, when it's giving us signals or it's not giving us signals, because often people will say to me when they're trying to deepen their intuition that they're still confused between head and heart. They're like, is this coming from my intuition or is this coming from my head? And the, the best way to be able to decipher that is to know what it feels like within our bodies and know what our experience of hearing our own intuition is, whether it's a visceral feeling, whether it's words, whether it's, um, you know, whatever it is, what form it takes that we know, we can tell the difference between, okay, when I'm in my head, I go into this, 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 and this mode. And when I'm in intuition, this is how it feels. This is how it looks. This is how I move all of those things. And finally, a few sort of very tangible and practical things. I really recommend silence and stillness as much as possible if you know that right now you're wanting to deepen into your intuition. So say if there's something specific, say you're wanting some intuitive guidance on your business, but are getting really confused and like, am I in my head? Am I in my intuition? I don't know. Everything feels like very noisy. I really, I really wish I had better intuition so I knew what to do next. If you find yourself in this have a little look around your day have a little look around your day and your week because I have a feeling and the only reason I know this is because I've done this myself I have a feeling that you're probably feeling every moment right now and by that I mean that how easy is it before we've even realized that we're back on our emails or scrolling through Instagram or the TV's on in the background or the podcast is on or the radio is on or we're surrounding ourselves in roomfuls of people. It's so easy to constantly have noise. And it's also easy to distract ourselves with noise, thinking that it's beneficial for us, aka putting on that developmental podcast or choosing to watch a TED talk. Like these are great things. And there's so much um, 
They give us so much benefit, but let's not have them be the distraction from the silence. The moment we really allow ourselves into silence and stillness is when we connect back in with the core of us. So if you're finding yourself walking around the moment, like I just can't connect to my intuition, like, oh, I wish I knew what my next step was. I wish it was clear. I wish I felt like I had some help. This is your invitation to over the coming days, prioritize carving out time for stillness and space. It's going to look like a slightly different practice for each and every person, depending on what really supports you. But perhaps it's being in nature. Perhaps it is simply lying down with silence around you. Perhaps it is playing quiet, um, quiet music without lyrics that is able to connect you. Perhaps it is placing your hands on your body and feeling your body and feeling the stillness and focusing on your breath. Whatever it is that enables you to have some silence and stillness. This is great if you do a morning walk or a, or a daily walk, go out without your phone. Actually make yourself unreachable for a little while each day so that you can connect in with you. We're so concerned about being able to be connected with we have our phones on, our laptops out, but put everything on airplane mode, turn everything off and connect inward. And don't get dissipation if it doesn't happen on the very first day. You might need to do this for a couple of days before you really start to hear again, before you connect in again. But I truly mean it when I say prioritize this, because it's easy to just think this is wasted time. This is empty time. Like, oh, that sounds lovely. But honestly, you being able to hear your intuition again, you being able to really align with it again, you've been able to get that next step land and come through. You then not only having had the space to hear it, but you having the space to then hear any resistance that comes from any worries or fears that come from your mind that need to be acknowledged and looked at and dissipated and healed and all the things. You doing that is you making huge moves in your life, is you making huge moves in your business. It's one of the most valuable things you can do. So rather than us focusing on being too much in our heads and just kind of getting on with it all, but actually more being in sort of busy work rather than doing anything that's really productive and has a long lasting effect on the well-being of our lives and our businesses, really prioritizing that stillness, that quiet time. And when you're in it, connecting with your intuition, actually saying, hey, inner guidance, hey, heart, hey, soul, hey, you know, whatever it is you call it, I'm here, I'm listening. This is our time together. I'm here now. I'm ready to hear whatever comes up, even if my mind wants to jump in and say it isn't possible, even if my mind wants to jump in and say, who am I? I'm willing to hear it because all I need to do is hear it. That is simply the first step is to listen. And then I will focus on the trust and then I will focus on the aligning. And I would also encourage you to really think about why. Why is it that you want to deepen your intuition? Why? What are you telling yourself will, what impact will deepening your intuition make in your life? What impact will 
having that deeper connection with your inner guidance have with the way that your world looks have with your reality have with what you're able to manifest have with how you feel because if you have the why you'll always be able to keep returning to the uncomfortable moments and you'll always be able to keep moving through those uncomfortable moments that as I referenced earlier can sometimes make us feel physically sick and tremble because we're that um caught up in the the enormity of how it feels in that moment but if you know the why then you're going to get there rather than it coming from the ego rather than it coming from well I should be able to have a deeper intuition because I'm a coach or I should be able to have a deeper intuition because I've been doing the self-work for so many years now sorry that's ego talking release the shoulds actually think about why it feels important to you because that why will carry you through every time, every single time. And so I invite you just before we close down for you to place one hand on your heart, to shut down your eyes, or if you're out busy walking or you're listening to this while you're driving the car, that's absolutely fine. You can keep, please do keep your eyes open. And instead, if you do have a spare hand to place in your heart, do that now. If you don't, just connect in with the energy around your heart space and just thank it. Just say thank you to your inner guidance. It's gotten you this far. It's gotten you this far right up until this very moment. Goodness me, your inner guidance is doing such a beautiful job. I hope that this has served you in some way. It has been the biggest joy and pleasure to speak with you today. And I'll see you in the next episode. It means the absolute world that I've spent time with you today as you've listened in. If this episode has resonated with you, please feel free to share it or to leave me a review. And in the meantime, between episodes, you can stay connected with me over on Instagram at underscore Amelia Francesca.